0: I'm Kyle Rice, awful test taker turned physical therapist and standardized test coach for over 5,000 physical therapists worldwide. It wasn't that long ago that I struggled with anxiety, lack of confidence, and the fear of failing the NPTE. Fast forward through the challenges, the 13 standardized test failures, and many lessons learned, and you'll see the life I have today, a life filled with love, financial freedom, and a dream job that allows me to change lives every single day. I created the NPTE Clinical Files podcast to give you simple, actionable strategies along with a step-by-step walkthrough of NPTE-based questions. All of this so that you can dominate your exam like I did and achieve your dream. So if you're a driven PT student who's looking to pass the NPTE and start creating a life you love, you're in the right place. Enjoy the show. For this week's clinical file, we have Sammy, and Sammy presents with an enlargement in her bilateral lower extremities. However, no symptoms are present distal to the ankle. The patient reports that the legs are tender to touch and easily bruise. Which of the following conditions is the most likely present? So we have A, fibromyalgia, B, Lipodema. C, lymphedema and D is congestive heart failure. I was just telling everybody live a few moments ago that this is a lymphatics type question. It's also other systems. You got to know these pathologies really well, mostly the signs and symptoms and the patient history, you know, the stuff that the patient tells you. You got to have a good understanding of that. So let's go ahead and break this one down. So we have Sammy presents with an enlargement in her bilateral lower extremities all right and so that's where i would you know slow up first i know that's not the end of the sentence but already getting an idea right now this is important enlargement in her bilateral lower extremities your brain should be churning as to what type of pathologies would cause an enlargement in both extremities all right now it says, however, no symptoms are present distal to the ankle. So I would say this question already has some juicy information just in the first sentence. It's kind of guiding us down that runway that we need, all right, so it's enlargement or bilateral lower extremities and no symptoms are present distal to the ankle. All right, let's continue down. It says, the patient reports that legs are tender to touch and easily bruise. I'm, again, I'm getting those those thoughts turning, like what type of pathologies would be tender to touch and easily bruise? We know a lot of times we can get bruising for a bunch of different reasons, right? Uh, blood thinning, maybe your vessels are very weak. When I'm saying vessels, I'm talking about things like your veins or something along the lines of that. If they're very fragile, they can leak blood out into the extremity and then cause bruising. So there's a bunch of different reasons why we can we can have that. Now, the final sentence, the question stem, it says, which of the following conditions is the most likely present? For those of you on the podcast, let me go through the answer choices again. We have A, fibromyalgia, B, lipoedema, C, lymphedema, and D is congestive heart failure. All right? So, I didn't do a good thing as a coach here. I forgot to underline some of this stuff. Okay. So I have a bunch of like key, wor- key words that really popped out at me in this question. And I want to use those to help dissect these. So, our first answer here A, it says fibromyalgia. If you're not familiar with this, this is a non inflammatory uh, condition. It's one of those conditions that is not widely understood. So you shouldn't really spend a lot of time trying to figure out all the etiologies of this one, but you need to know that this is what we call like a painful syndrome, also known as uh, fibromyalgia pain syndrome or FMS. Um, uh, Also could be be known as FPS. You got to watch which text you're using. But fibromyalgia, non-inflammatory condition, where the patient has tender, not trigger, tender points throughout parts of their body. It's typically 11 or more out of 18 tender points. Now, fibromyalgia can have a lot of different other symptoms, though. Don't stop there. Fibromyalgia can come with a lot of fatigue and can come, come with like burning sensation, weakness. Um, There's a lot of things that can start to cause this, and we really don't have a great understanding right now of what's really the mechanisms that's going on. What you need to know for the MPTE is this is a painful syndrome that has these things called tender points where... Areas throughout the body are very tender to touch. It's typically 11 or more out of 18. There's like these specific points. If you want to know more about that, go look at your differential diagnosis book by Goodman. It does a really good job of kind of outlining that. Okay. And so listening to me talk about this condition, does it sound like that's what we're dealing with? I mean, The enlargement of the bilateral lower extremities, can I get that with fibromyalgia? Well, patients with fibromyalgia can get swelling. It's kind of interesting, you know, bilateral lower extremity, enlargement. I'm kind of like, eh, that's already kind of weird. And then the symptoms not present distal to the ankle. Again, that's not really consistent with fibromyalgia. It's kind of like left field right now. It doesn't really have much to do with it. Um, Yes, the patient is tender to touch though in these specific tender points. So I like that part, but that's really the only part of this question that kind of fits fibromyalgia. I mean, really the tender to touch part is the only thing that matches fibromyalgia. Now, the one thing I will say is that if you go look in Goodman uh, textbook, the differential diagnosis, you'll see a chart for fibromyalgia, all right? And you'll see all these little tender points across the body. The patient typically is not just painful in the lower extremities for fibromyalgia. These tender points tend to be throughout the body in different parts. So the fact that it just says they're tender to touch in the lower extremities, I'm kind of like, ah, that's also not really consistent with fibromyalgia. Okay. I would be looking for them to say, oh, the patient has burning sensation, chronic fatigue, you know, uh, overall weakness. um, The symptoms are produced by stress and, uh, you know, other things like that would make me think fibromyalgia. All right. So I'm going to put an X next to that. Let's go ahead and look at lipoedema. Lipoedema. This is one of these pathologies that if you don't look at it, it can sneak up on you. Okay, let's break this down. Lipedema is a condition that is often confused with lymphedema. Except, lipoedema has no problem with the lymphatic system. Lipedema is an excessive accumulation of fat underneath the skin, and it typically happens to women um, who are going through puberty or pregnancy. Cause you know, a lot of like the hormones are kind of running during that time. There, we're increasing the amount of hormone load during that time. And so that produces this thing called lipoedema where the patient has excessive accumulation of fat tissue underneath the skin. And this tends to be in the hips, the buttocks, the thighs, definitely in the lower extremities more than the upper extremities. The one thing about lipoedema that's interesting, and you need to write this down. It gets me crazy when I think about this. That lipoedema is one pathology that'll increase the size of somebody's lower extremities bilaterally. Like it'll cause an enlargement. However, it doesn't go below the ankles. Isn't that crazy? Like it doesn't actually affect the foot. It only affects the actual lower extremity itself, not below the ankle. And so in the question, it says enlargement of bilateral lower extremities. Hmm, check. Because lipodema is a bilateral condition. It says no symptoms are present distal to the ankle. Boom. Oh my gosh. Like that's definitely lipedema. A uh, tender to touch, absolutely and easily bruising is, is definitely signs and symptoms consistent with lipoedema. You know what? I'm going to put a big check next to it. It seems to fit the bill. But let's check out the other answer choices. C says lymphedema. Now, a lot of y'all are familiar with lymphedema. There's different reasons why we can get it, Right. Uh, Whether it be possibly surgery or lymph node resection, or it could be a congenital issue with the lymphatic system. But it's where we have the buildup of lymph fluid in our extremities. All right. It's the lymphatic system is not working properly. And so we have this buildup of fluid. Okay. Let me ask you a question. Is lymphedema a bilateral condition or does it tend to be a unilateral one? What do you think? Think about that for a second. If you're saying unilateral, you're 100% on point. Lymphedema lymphedema tends to be a unilateral condition, not bilateral. So if we had like a a patient presenting to us with bilateral uh, edema in both legs, that's symmetrical, that's just not consistent with lymphedema. You usually see it with one leg or one arm, something along the lines of that. So already I don't like this answer. Because it says in the question, enlargement of bilateral lower extremities. Here's the other piece. Would Do you think lymphedema affects the entire leg or do you think it would stop at the ankle? Nah, baby, this thing is going to increase and it's going to affect the entire extremity. It can affect the genitalia. It can affect the thighs, the tibial region. It can affect the, the actual foot and the toes itself. So listen, this does not sound like lymphedema right now in this, this picture. The tender to touch and the easily bruised are also not major symptoms or signs of lymphedema. I'm gonna go ahead and put an X next to this one. Pretty god darn solid, all right? Let's look at um, our final answer here. It says D, uh, congestive heart failure. If you're not familiar with that, I definitely have a YouTube video out there that explains a lot of it, but uh, congestive heart failure is when we get a backup of blood flow either into the lungs, if it's left-sided congestive heart failure or into the extremities, if it's right-sided congestive heart failure. Now here's the reason why I don't think D congestive heart failure is the right answer. I don't think it is because congestive heart failure would actually produce symptoms below the ankle. Yeah, you would get it bilaterally. Yes, you would see an increase in swelling bilaterally, but I would expect there still to be swelling into the foot as well or distal to the ankle. So already I'm like, hmm, congestive heart failure, not likely. Tender to touch and easily bruising, that's also not as common with congestive heart failure. So it's like this clinical picture just doesn't match up with it. And I'm going to go ahead and put X next, next to congestive heart failure. All right. Yes, I would see bilateral swelling into both legs. Yeah, I get you. But you would expect the symptoms to go distal to the ankle. All right. There you go. Leaving us tonight with our final answer of B, lipoedema. That's L-I-P-edema. All right. Lipoedema, not lymphedema, lipoedema. All right. And so if you got this question correct, I want to say congratulations to you. It's not an easy one. You definitely have to understand lymphedema and lipedema and all the different signs and symptoms. But I will say that words or pathologies like lipedema sometimes fly under the radar. It's not something you look at, right? You're looking at lymphedema, you're looking at, you know, other major pathologies that affect your lymphatic system or other systems or whatnot. You got to make sure that you at least have an understanding of the basic definition. Some of the basic signs and symptoms with these pathologies are flying under the radar. It's super important. That way you can easily rule it in or rule it out. You don't have to know everything about it, but at least if you can come to the table with a basic understanding, a lot of times that'll allow you to at least confidently rule out the answer. Does that make sense? But I hate to leave you with that. I won't leave you with that. For those of you on the podcast right now, I made a cheat sheet to help go through lymphedema and lipedema as well, while differentiating those, telling you exactly the things that you need to know for the NPTE to differentiate the two. You're welcome. You can go into the show notes, click the link in there and get it. Hi, this is Kyle and thanks for downloading the podcast. I always enjoy spending this time with you and I hope that you leave today feeling motivated and with a better understanding. Make sure to subscribe to get new mock NPTE questions each week. I deeply appreciate your support. It helps keep this mission going. And as I always say, keep learning, stay committed. I'll see you next time.